It is the rare afternoon recording of Married with Channels podcast <laughs> yeah. on this 20th of January. <laughs> what? I'm just all thrown asunder because we got a new president as of today. Oh, yes. Inauguration day. We're recording on inauguration day today. So. Still can't figure uh, out if this is a holiday or not. I mean, people make a national holiday out of royal weddings. So, whatever. <laughs> Yeah. I, I guarantee it wasn't a productive day. How about that? Unless right. you were in the news cycle. What's weird is I looked it up and uh, we'll get to the TV shows here in a second. And Inauguration Day is a federal holiday in D.C., Virginia, Maryland, and Louisiana. Oh, yeah. Okay. Weird, right? Yep. A little bit. So let's uh, get into some TV shows. I think this will be a quick one. Yeah. Because we don't. We watched one full season of one. And the other, we tried the first episode. Yeah. And we'll start with the other, Bridgerton. Yes. Which is, um, it's kind of a hot show on Netflix. Side note, I hear things about this Lupin show. It's almost like a French Sherlock Holmes type of thing. Hmm. But anyway. All right, Bri- maybe we'll check that one out. Bridgerton from Shonda Rhimes, she of Grey's Anatomy and Scandal and what, How to Get Away with Murder? Isn't that a TV show? I don't think that one is no? hers. Okay, but she's. She's very successful. She knows what she's doing as far as TV. Yeah. And can I say, I'm I'm a Grey's Anatomy fan. Yeah. yeah. I've stuck it out all seasons so far. It it got a little kind of silly, but I'm still with it. So, you know. Right. But uh, bottom line, you know, I'm not a fan. You are, obviously. Yeah. But bottom line is that show's been around for 15 seasons. 16. She's doing something right. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, she's very successful. I think. I, this one is getting a lot of Bridgerton. That is is getting a lot of buzz. Yeah, I've I know heard people other, are talking about it. Yeah, I've heard that other people are watching it and loving it. Um, I was not one of those people. I don't get the hype. Um, the only hype I can see being relevant and worthy of discussion is the very, very multicultural cast, hmm. which which is great. You want to see that, but as far as a show is concerned. There's nothing really there. So there was a lot of other things going on for me while I was viewing this that I didn't even notice that that point that you just brought up very multicultural. Oh yeah, cast. So yeah, good for them. But um, there was a lot of other things that were distracting me. So do you want to start first, or shall I with my? Let me let me start because I think I know okay. where you're going to start. <laughs> this is kind of us starting together on okay. it. Is it's too bright. It's too light. It's, yeah. There's too much color. And yeah. I know that seems kind of like forehead smacky mentioning that because color's good. Brightness is good usually. But as you and I were saying when we were watching this, when you watch a British show, especially a period show, yeah, you, you want it that kind of, not dull, but kind of muted type of vibe and color saturation. Well, because like you pointed out that those uni- those costumes weren't, right back then yeah like that is appropriate for the period of that piece is you know maybe rich wealthy people had a few pieces that were brightly colored but mostly i don't think they wore such vivid hues as what this was and everything was very bright you know the scenery around them um it you know it it was just very almost cartoony color for me as a as a look and a and a vibe for a show i guess and i and i i'll take 
I'll play a devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Somebody listening to this is going to go, yeah, but they there was never, at least a, a, that I would a, that I know, a black duke during that period. You sure. Know? One of the main characters is a black duke. Yeah. Um, there's also, you know, they were playing uh, modern songs in the quartet. Yeah, the vitamin string quartet. Yeah, yeah. In, in the little parties, the little soirees. I think one was an Ariana Grande song. Yes. Okay, so the argument there is, well, this is hyper-reality. They're taking some liberties here, and that's fine. Sure. You know, that's that's your creative choice. Go for it. You go, girl. Well, for me, it was just too much, though. It was too much color saturation. It was very distracting for me. Um, it was almost kind of sensory overload with the vividness of everything kind of playing off each other. It was almost like a, it was bordering on a cartoon. Yes. In a way. Yes. Aesthetically. Yes. And production art wise. Yes. I almost think like you could still kind of have it somewhat believable with the uh, inspired casting choices and the modern music that's been, you know, uh, classical musicalized. Right. But but that visual gaudiness, for lack of a better word, it just kind of bothers me a little bit. Well, and if you think about period pieces, you think... They didn't have a lot of lighting in their homes and, right. you know, everything was like candlelight and very dimly lit for, you know, those chunks of eras. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, it just didn't quite work, you know, and I love a good period piece. I love the costumes. I love, right. you know, that they get that stuff right. And I- um, But this just didn't get it right for me. I don't. I mean, I haven't seen color photographs from that era. I don't, I, they probably didn't exist. So you're t- to me, you're taking too many liberties with what color really right. looked like in their clothing. Yeah. I guess you um, don't know. I mean. <clears throat> and, and I think you'll agree. Part of the draw for, for watching one of these shows mm-hmm. is you want to feel like you're there. You're in that era. Yeah. You're, you hear the clop clop of the horse carriage on the cobblestone. Right. You almost want to be able to smell the uh, the charcoal or the coal burning right. in the factories down the street. Yes. It's almost like like if you're watching a World War II movie and one of the main guys is wearing a trucker hat. Well, we wanted <laughs> to modernize it. We want to do like something fresh and different. Right. It's like, okay, but it's just, yeah, it's like putting hay, you know, gluing up round hay and using that as a tire on your car. It's like. Okay, try something different. It's not working though. Yeah, it didn't work for me. It was just too distracting from from everything else. Can we talk about actual story and plot and kind of the? Yeah, it was boring until the end. So yeah, and I'm sorry to simplify it, but basically the whole point of the show is these families trying to get married into these other families, <laughs> and it just seems so like. Bring us your cattle. Here's my best calf. I think (laughs) that's historically accurate, though. I know, but I don't know. To me, yes, those those things happen, but it was just that's the only thing kind of that happened. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, okay, the whole point of this is just to get married, you know? Yeah, that, like that's the whole premises of the show. Well, they're setting up the foundation for what the main story is going to be. And the main story is we find out at the end that, and I can't remember their names, the Duke guy and the one girl who's kind of like, yeah, she's got good prospects, mm-hmm. but 
but nobody's calling on her except for that doofy kind of annoying guy who slurps his soup. Mm-hmm. So help me out here. They agree at the end. Yeah. To to pretend to pretend love each other. Yeah. So yeah. that so that he he doesn't want to get married. Yeah. So by him publicly looking like he's with her. Yeah. He's off the market. Right. And by her publicly looking like she's with him. Yes. She won't have to marry doofus. Yes. So, okay, yep. that's our plot line. That's where we're launching from the end of the first episode. Well, and I'm not sure, but I think as the gist that you're supposed to watch them actually fall in love, like they actually kind of are. They have this like... Oh, yeah, you know, that's ribbing, happening. Ribbing of each other, but yet I yeah. think they're attracted to each other. Yeah, by know? episode eight, they're going to be making out furiously yeah. in private and then knocking boots by episode nine. <laughs> but yeah. then episode 10, there's going to be a big plot twist where... You're not really a Duke? Roll yeah. credits. Yeah. See you next season. And, you know, I I typically like narration in a show as well. It just, something about it just didn't work for me here. Oh, yeah. Julie Andrews narrating is like the, the, the gossip columnist. Yeah. I don't know. It, I mean, I love her and I love the reads that she did for this. It just, it just didn't work here it almost had a gossip girl you're you've never seen gossip girl have no, you no. it had like a gossip girl vibe to when she was narrating like you know or or <laughs> at one point my mind flashed to carol baskin like hey all you cool cats and kittens <laughs> like funny hey all you uh elizabethan aaron single ladies crumpets and <laughs> yeah like tea strainers yeah totally the, so uh, I, I don't know. It just that part just also didn't work for me either. And uh, it yeah, it reminded me like of Sex in the City. Yeah, kind of like that. Carrie's doing the running vo. Yep. And that has a place. Every you know, every script writing article and podcast I've listened to it, it they always seem to kind of at least allude to like when you rely on voiceover, it's like you're cheating. Like yeah. You're, it's show me, don't tell me is a big adage for TV and movies. Absolutely, and you know like. I watch a lot of other shows that have narration and it's, you know, it, it does have its place. It it has its purpose mm-hmm. and it has its place and it lends itself well to the rest of it. It It's not, um, I don't know, maybe it was a little jarring. I'm not sure how to describe what I was thinking with that. It just felt off like it didn't fit what I was seeing Yeah, as well. I think ultimately... This show, Bridgerton, is an example of they're trying to do something new and different, Mm -hmm. but they don't have the meat to really keep you there. Yeah, for me, there wasn't good, strong, dramatic writing. Like, usually I I, I might stick something out for a story like, oh, I want to see how this plays out now. I'm kind of curious, you know, but it it just didn't hold my attention there either. Yeah, even at the end when they revealed kind of like what the series is about. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. But then I was like, this won't hold me. Right. I, I'm only between between the aesthetic, yeah. and this your your plot A. Yeah. This isn't really going to keep me around. Right. Like even like shows I I don't really care about. Like when you watch Call to Mid Call to the Midwife. Call the Midwife. Yeah. Call the Midwife, or even yeah. back in the day, Downton Abbey. Yeah. Like I don't care about those shows, but I like I like the feel, the scenery, the yeah. costumes. It's like they're in eighteen. 18- 72 or whatever the hell it's great you guys he gets sucked into him too and i love it 
the call the midwife is getting kind of repetitive. Yes, totally. Yes, like, they all she's do. She's having trouble with her pregnancy. Yes, they... she is. Okay, we'll call the doctor who's married to the nurse. <laughs> yes, it has its formula too, as they all do. But um, yeah, sometimes they kind of run their course for me. But it's like it's kind of like Grey's Anatomy. Like, are I stick with that? I like the medical stuff. I have a healthcare background and. You know, I like it. But at one point it was like, oh, should I keep watching this? This is ridiculous. There's no way that all this bad stuff could happen to all these characters. <laughs> you know, like right. it just gets to a point where, OK, it's run its course with with plot lines and things like that. And um, but at the same time, like I've already vested mm-hmm. eight seasons or 16 seasons. So you got to kind of yeah. stick it out. You're but, already in. Yep. Might as well finish it out. Yep. God, how long is that going to go? I don't know. I you don't said, know. They should have probably. Which one? Grey's Anatomy? Anatomy. They're on. I think on season sixteen now. So who knows? You got to go for twenty, right? I don't know. They got to go for twenty. I don't know how much more you writing you can do. You here. can't end it at eighteen. They've been writing for sixteen seasons. Well, and I think there's like, plenty. It used to be kind of you know with every batch of new residents there would be a new batch of characters to yeah. kind of write about and storylines and how they kind of progress into their doctorhood you know it's, but it's almost like a american horror story type format kind of yeah except instead of changing you know venues and locations yeah. and eras yeah and maybe it's not maybe nah. that's a bad analogy. yeah i was like yeah, eh, it's it nothing like that you gotta take away all those other things <laughs> let's move on to the undoing okay Bridgerton, just to cap that. Eh, yeah, we're not going to stick pass. that one out. Sorry, guys. So, The Undoing. Yes. This HBO limited series on HBO Max. Yeah. Nicole Kidman. You got uh, uh, Hugh Grant. Yes. Why is this not my... Oh, there we go. Um, Check on the kiddo. Yes, I am. Sorry. We're recording while our children are... Oh, yeah. We forgot to mention the nine-year-old's watching the five-year-old. Yeah, with my supervision as well. We're not leaving yeah, a nine-year-old no, in charge, but they're right upstairs. We got the camera on. Um, it yeah, it's kind of a little dabble foray into babysitting. <laughs> yeah. Someday anyway. there will come a, a time where she's old enough to like. We can leave the building for a couple hours, but Ooh. that day is not here. Yeah, when she gets older, we could go to dinner together. Yeah, about another four years, probably yeah. three years. Oh yeah, awesome. So the undoing, Nicole Kidman, Hugh Grant, Donald Sutherland's in there. Yeah. We got that uh, one hot chick who gets murdered. Who's the, uh, who else am I missing? Uh, the one that played the Stevie Nicks character in American Horror Story was right. her friend. Um, and their son was in something recently. Yeah, I looked him up too. Uh, oh, uh, unprepared the, uh, here. Christian Bale, Matt Damon movie about racing. Oh, uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, he was the son. So The yeah. Undoing, Nicole Kidman, Hugh Grant, very successful doctor, psychiatrist in New York City. All of a sudden, some chick uh, in their circle gets murdered. Hugh Grant flees. He's the main suspect. Maybe he didn't do it. Maybe the son did it. Maybe Nicole Kidman did it. I don't know. The whole time I was like, it's still the husband. I just didn't ever sway from that, except for the one, the one time, and the only time I thought that was when she found the murder weapon in his uh, instrument case. 
the that night, was the only time where I was like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. I had a moment of like, drop the mic where the night before we watched that, where she found it in his violin case. Yeah. I was like, I bet the sun did it. Yeah, you and did And then the next day we me. watched it, I was like, booyah. <laughs> I was right. Um, I did also suspect maybe the friend who I mentioned was the Stevie Nicks character in American Horror Story. Sorry, mm-hmm. I don't know what her name is. Oh, Lily, Lily Robbie, Rabe, Robbie, Rabe, R-A-B-E. How do you say that? Robbie? I'm going to say Rabe. Rabe? Yeah. Okay. Don't know. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. Th- th- this, this show was fine. Yeah. There was nothing really like, like, oh my God. Oh my God. What's, yeah. Oh my God. It, no, there were no moments like that. It was very kind of by the numbers. The only thing they did different that I thought was good is kind of subverting the expectation that you're going to be subverted of your expectations because <laughs> well that's the dog chasing its tail there well because <laughs> hear me out because hugh grant yeah. you know from episode two on you're like well that's the main guy yep so it can't be him yeah it can't be him that's too easy right but in the end okay it was him yeah you were <laughs> overthinking it yeah but <laughs> that's what you expect these days right um yeah yeah because you know, usually there's some sort of plot twist. Oh, mm-hmm. that got interesting, you know, sort yeah. of moment. But I don't know. The whole time I was like, he totally did it. Let's see if he's going to get away with it. Oh, I get. I bet he's going to get away with it. <laughs> and that's the part that I was kind of like, is he going to get away with it or not? You know. He plays a. He plays a good prick. Hugh yeah. Grant. Yeah. I'm not. uh even like I'm th- trying to think back of some of the other movies he did, like nine. What was that one with Julie Roberts? Notting, Notting Hill. Notting Hill. Yeah. Or nine and a half weeks with uh, Julianne Moore. Yeah. Yeah. Even then, he kind of has this like a- asshole vibe to yeah. him a little bit. But sure. even though he's t- kind of a foppish. Oh gosh, gee Willikers, oh my. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a huge grunt over sure. here. <laughs> 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 but uh, okay. This one, he really embraces the prickosaurus. Yeah, he goes all in on dinosaur. Yeah, jerk face. Yeah, yep. It was interesting. It was, um, I think pretty well done though. I think there's good acting there, except Nicole Kidman in that accent. Like you could hear that yeah. Australian peeking through, which is very surprising because she's usually pretty good about yeah dialing in an American accent. Yeah, exactly. I did notice it a few times through that. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. it's one of those shows, like, I think the reason we watch is because there's nothing else really on. Well, yeah, we hadn't dove into Cobra Kai yet right. and all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, it just kind of bridged the gap for yeah our regular scheduled things. It's kind of like uh, Murder Mystery, Nicole Kidman, good cast. Let's try it, sure. Yep, we watched it, finished it. Yeah, so if I had to surmise the undoing, just be like, okay, it's fine. Yeah. It was fine. I didn't yeah. hate it. I didn't love it. Yeah, there's no, like, after it's done to be, I don't want this to turn into an anthology thing, you know, where The Undoing yeah. Season 2 yeah, starring Matthew McConaughey and yep. Maggie Gyllenhaal, you know. Yep. I, I'm just not pining for that. Right. It served its purpose and now it's gone. Maybe that's why it's just a limited series then. It's like a TV Band-Aid. Yeah. You got a little alley, like- you put it on. Two days later, done. Well, it's like, remember the miniseries where they would have like a mm-hmm. two-hour movie each week for a while? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that. All right. Yep. 
So is that it? I think. Is that all we're discussing today? I think so. All right. Our work here is done. We're going to be back with some more next week. Yep. Next maybe, week. Maybe we'll have Cobra Kai season two done. Maybe. Uh, we are stuck at home with channels. <laughs> Hence the show, Married with Channels. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you subscribe uh, with your podcast provider. Give us a good rating. Tell your friends. Share it. Love it. Embrace it. Hold it. Touch it. Aww. All that stuff. Thanks, guys. Till next time, I'm the husband, Moose. And I'm Jody. She's the wife. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.